0: Hello and welcome to episode nine of Take These Songs, a podcast about people and the music that they are committed to. My name is Madalena Martin. I am a comedian and a music fan, and I am the host and creator of this podcast. And it is my job to welcome you. Welcome. Thank you for being here to the podcast, whether it's your first time or you're a repeat listener. I'm glad that you're here. We have an amazing episode, but before I get to that. I need to first apologize. I'm sorry there was no episode last week. I could make some excuse, but the reality is I was real busy. <laughs> I feel like you as a listener in this postmodern society that we live in, you you get that, right? That sometimes you just you, you can't get to everything. Not that this isn't a priority. This podcast is a priority. It's just a uh, an incredibly hectic time uh, in my life right now. Uh, I'm a comedian. as my day job. Uh, that's been very busy. Uh, I help run the Limestone Comedy Festival. That's about to happen in a month or so. You'll hear about that uh, during the break, in the middle, during the fake sponsorship thing. I don't know if you caught on to this yet, if you are a repeat listener, but the two sponsors of the podcast are my music blog, Postcard Elba, And my comedy festival, the limestone comedy festival. That's right, I'm just taking money from myself. There is no money. It's these are these are just more public service announcements really than anything. One day I'd like to have sponsors who pay money because there is some expense in doing this podcast. My hope is that one day we will have actual sponsors who aren't directly involved in the things that I'm involved in and by that I mean me. That would be nice. One day, hopefully, we'll get the the podcast there. Probably by consistently putting out episodes every week and not skipping a week when I'm, I'm busy. But I was very busy. If you are brand new to the podcast, you don't even know that we missed a week last week. So now you know. But very quickly, this is how the podcast works. I invite a guest to bring four songs, songs that fall underneath the categories of something old, which is any song that is 25 years old or older, something borrowed, which is a cover, Something New, which is any song that was released in the last year, and Something Blue, which is any song, doesn't necessarily have to be a sad song, it usually is, but it's any song they have a strong emotional connection to. This is a fantastic episode. The guest is Zach Peterson, fellow comedian, fellow big-time music nerd. Uh, I feel like Zach and I are cut from very similar cloths. He's uh, quite a bit younger than me, but he also grew up in that punk rock scene and uh yeah just a fantastic comedian fantastic human being and also a very busy man that seems to be the theme for this intro at least is the busyness of our lives uh zach is not only a comedian uh he's also got an amazing podcast that i absolutely adore called the no coast comedy club i highly recommend you check that out it's zach interviewing comedians that are making it work not in L.A. and not in New York City. These, these comics that are making it work from uh, secondary markets, third markets, uh, from their cars, traveling all over this country, figuring out a way to make a living uh, in comedy without being on your television, without being superstars. Uh, and it's just fascinating. It reminds me very much of the very earliest days of WTF with Mark Marin, before he started having presidents on and Oscar winners. <laughs> It feels like that, and so uh, hopefully it, it goes that same direction. Hopefully one day Zach has President Usher on. I don't know why I picked Usher. It seems like he might run for president one day, right? I you know, possible. But uh, check it out. It's called No Coast Comedy Club. It's available at all the places where you can uh, get podcasts. You can also check out all of Zach's stand-up stuff at his website, the wonderfully titled Museum of MuseumofUglyFathers.com. You heard me right. His website is museumofuglyfathers.com. You can check out clips of him doing stand-up. You can get some merch. And you can check out his tour dates. This month, the month of April, he is going to be in Omaha a lot, which makes sense because that's where Zach is from. Zach is from Omaha. He lives in Omaha. But April 15th through the 16th, you can catch him at the Omaha Funny Bone. April 23rd, he'll be featuring for Adam, Caton Holland at The Slowdown in Omaha. April 28th, he'll be at Tiny House Bar in Omaha. And then in May, he kicks it off. He goes out on the road. May 3rd, you can catch him at Best Night Ever at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. May 4th at the Original Cottage Inn in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And then May 5th to the 7th, you can catch him at the brand new Rubber City Comedy Festival in Akron, Ohio. Lots of other dates on his website, which again is museumofuglyfathers.com. All right. I think that's all the things I need to tell you about. I'm sorry. Again, I I apologize one more time that we missed a week. This is a priority. You, my dear listeners, are a priority i don't want you to not feel loved you are loved you are not seen i don't know who you are you are felt you are you are loved you are felt you are appreciated and with that let's jump into this episode with zach's picks for something old and something new
1: okay, if I go long on any of these, it's going to be this one. Uh, because we're dealing with sort of my favorite era of music, and that's like the sort of the birth of Outlaw Country. Um, when, when I think of the birth of Outlaw Country, I think of, you know, Flying Breeder Brothers. Uh, but mostly, you know, and that kind of stuff, Parsons and uh, just sort of where the hippies and... The weirdo country folks intersect. And I, I think that the Mount Rushmore, the obvious Mount Rushmore, I think that's even like one of their album covers, is the Highwaymen. You know, the four, me- the four members of the Highwaymen, I think are the coolest motherfuckers that, you know, there has ever been. I'm sure there's plenty of reasons not to think that. But man, like, uh, I love all their stuff. I mean, obviously, Cash. Cash is a legend. You know, Cash is, uh, is so many things to so many people, but he's not my favorite. I think he is the legend. He's the figurehead. He's the, the marketable one. You know, he's great. His cover of Hurt, obviously, is phenomenal. Folsom Prison Blues, I wore that thing out. You know, Give My Love to Rose is probably one of my favorite of his, uh, of his as well. I love Johnny Cash, but he's not my favorite. And then uh, Best Voice, the Best Singer. Of the Highwaymen is obviously Willie Nelson. I love Willie Nelson. Um, God, just like a gentle-spirited man, you know, loves weed and his family and music. Who doesn't? Who can't get into that? You know, he's the best voice. Still not my favorite. You know, I know John Prine's not part of the Highwaymen, but he's. Probably my favorite of all time, but that's not what I'm talking about. I just want to say that I love John Prine. That's all I want to say. I love John Prine. I have a blue umbrella tattoo because I love that song so much and I love John Prine so much. Okay. Next, the coolest, the coolest of the highwaymen is Waylon Jennings. 100% he's the coolest. You know, he's that, like, you know, he, he represents the outlaw in outlaw country. You know, just fucking popping pills and playing ballads about the woman that he still thinks about in a town he'll never go back to. Wonderful. Love it. Love it. And, and a lot of people, you know, they talk about wrestling, how like professional wrestling is this sort of industry that mirrors comedy and the life of a road comic. And I'm not a huge wrestling guy. Um, I'm I'm not going to tell you that's incorrect, but when I think of things that mirror the road lifestyle of a comic, it's outlaw country. It's it's this era of country music. You know, listen to Waylon Jennings. You know, I think he's the coolest, but he's still not my favorite. Uh, my favorite, and I think the best songwriter out of all four of those guys, is Chris Christofferson.
2: See him wasted on the sidewalk in his jacket and his jeans wearing yesterday's misfortunes like a smile. Once he had a future full of money, love, and dreams which he spent like they was going out of style.
1: I don't think Chris Christofferson gets enough love and he keeps right for the incredible songwriter that he is. I mean, he wrote Me and Bobby McGee. You know, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose? Oh, dang, you know, it's, it's that's that's great, Chris. I appreciate it, Chris. It's great stuff. His My favorite song of his is a song called uh, The Pilgrim Chapter 33 off The Silver Tongue Devil and I. And if you're a fan of country music, alt country or whatever, uh, Check out Chris Christofferson's, like, first three records. Christofferson, Silver Tongue, Devil and, I, Devil and I, and Jesus was a Capricorn. You know, uh, those records Searching are what I love. For
2: never found Never knowing if believing is a blessing or a curse Or if the going up was worth the coming down He's a poet, and he's a picker, he's a prophet,
1: and he's a pusher, he's a pilgrim and a preacher. And I was talking about how, you know, stand-up comedy and outlaw country, mirror themselves, and, and you know, you're drawn to, to the experiences that are drawn out by other people, you know, when they talk about things that you relate to, those are the things that you really feel. And the Pilgrim chapter 33 is exactly that you know the recklessness of youth on the road you know i'm 40 now so it's you know i don't relate to these as much as i did at one time but i know these people i know these people that he's talking about you know like the song starts off we see him wasted on the sidewalk in his jackets and his jeans wearing yesterday's misfortune like a smile Once he had a fortune full of money-loving dreams, which he spent like they were going out of style, and he keeps right of changing for the better of the worse, searching for a shrine he's never found, never knowing if believing's a blessing or a curse, or if the going up is worth the coming down. Never know if believing is a blessing or a curse. I think that's every the inner dialogue of every stand-up comedian. You know there
2: is. Reaching for the stars, losing all the love along the way. But if this world keeps right on turning, for the better or the worse, and all he ever gets is older
1: and around. From the He has tasted good and evil, and evil in your bedrooms and your bars, and he's traded in tomorrow for today. Running from his devils, Lord reaching for the stars, and losing all he loved along the way. But if this world keeps on turning for the better of the worst, and all he ever gets is older and around, from the rocking of the cradle to the rolling of the hearse, the going up was worth the coming down. That's a fucking beautiful song. All right? All right. And we've all been out on, you know, as stand-up comedians, if, you know, if that's who you are, you know, or if you've pursued anything, bands even, uh, if you've pursued anything where you're going like, fuck, we're not getting anywhere, uh, like in this existential crisis that is in your head, uh, you know, quite often, then those lyrics resonate you with you on a deep level. And that's why, that is one of my favorite songs. And I think... It's uh, just like the thesis statement of much of outlaw country in professional wrestling and pursuing any sort of artistic endeavor.
2: He's a poet. He's a bicker. He's a prophet. He's a pusher. He's a pilgrim and a preacher and a problem when he's stone. He's a walking contradiction, part of the truth and part of fiction.
1: I think the stuff that I listen to now that I follow that's coming out, I think it falls into two major categories. Very sad or very heavy and slow. I'm not listening to a lot of fast stuff right now. Um, I don't know. I'm just old. So I, I, I like either very sad. Like I've been listening to so much Phoebe Bridgers that my Spotify is now recommending me music for you. Sad girl playlists. And fuck yeah. That's fine. <laughs> but but I, I don't I don't know if that's with the last year. I, I didn't bother to look. I just know that lately it's been a lot of Phoebe Bridgers, um to the point where Spotify is questioning what's going on in my life. And that's fine. That's fine. Um but if but the stuff I really like and the stuff I listen to when I write and Um, Stuff I really enjoy is super heavy, slow stuff. you know it's called doom metal uh, or stoner metal you know just slowed down bass riffs tuned down to hell just dirty and grimy you know like i a lot of the time i'll like my my uh writing, i'll write to pelican or bong ripper and i love the theatrics of metal i love the theatrics especially of stoner metal cuz it's like we're bongzilla this this song is called 666 Pound bong sesh. And there's like, that is cool. It's so stupid, it's cool. And that's where I, I love it. I love it. Um, But I don't listen, I don't like have friends over. And I'm like, hey, let's put on, you know, bong rippers, hail Satan, kill God record. You know, because I realize that some people don't enjoy the same aesthetics as me. But that's the kind of stuff I love. Now, adjacent to that, that's a little bit more serious is uh, Doom Gaze Shoe Doom Doom Shoes Whatever you call it, it's it's uh, like sort of an amalgamation of the shoegaze, uh, you know, uh, genre, which, you know, Jesus and Mary chain. Um, what's the other thing that my brother gave me a bunch of their records? I don't think it's spiritualized. I think it's some someone else. I don't think it... Dive. Slow dive. Slow dive. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's it's like that except a little, a little more heavy. You know, it has like those those heavy slow riffs of like doom metal, but like sort of the light ethereal feeling of shoegaze. You yeah. know, and my favorite band that released a record just a cute few months ago is a band called Cloakroom, and their first single off their New record is called Force at Play. Holy shit. If you want to get a good introduction to... Um, like the Doom God I fucking I hate the category, categorization of it I've heard like you know Neo Grunge the Shoe Doom whatever, whatever you want to call it but there's some great bands like uh, Nothing is really good uh, but Cloakroom is my favorite out of all of them listen to Force It play they have a music video for it it's on Relapse Records it's very heavy it just reminds me of like a more ethereal dinosaur junior you know it's just like taking that 90s like grunge like hum and just sort of updating it and it's there's there's plenty of melody and but it also has that heaviness to it that sort of like foreboding heaviness that I love in music I love when I feel like you know we're heading into a dungeon heading into a place that is not safe. But this is so light and airy, it almost feels like that, like the meditative bells uh, that my girlfriend listens to. And I find very strange because she's just listening to bells. But I love it. Um, if you have the opportunity, I su- everyone has access to YouTube. If you don't, go to the library and check out uh, Cloak Room, Force at Play. Such a great song. Um, I wish I could watch it with you and point out the things I like.
0: Hey everybody, Matt here at the halfway point. Just jumping in real quickly to let you know that this episode of the podcast is indeed sponsored by the Limestone Comedy Festival. Yes, the Limestone Comedy Festival. It's a festival that I have a lot to do with, but nonetheless, you should also have something to do with it. You should check it out. An amazing comedy festival. It's the ninth year of the Limestone Comedy Festival, taking place May 12th through the 14th in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Headliners include Bob the Drag Queen, Chad Daniels, James Adomian, Emma Woolman, Ashley Gavin... Irene to Caitlin Palufo, and Emil Joaquim. Over 50 comedians coming from all across the country to open up those shows. Specialty shows like We Are Having Gay Sex. Is it We Are? Maybe it's just We're. We're. Sorry, it's a contraction. We're Having Gay Sex podcast with Ashley Gavin and Kate Sisk. And a live taping of The Mike Adams Show. All kinds of cool stuff. You can see all the details, everyone who's coming to perform, at the website, which is limestonefest.com. Festival badges, which get you into all the shows, all the days, are available for sale. As our single show tickets, if you, only gonna, if you only have time to see one or two shows, you can do both of those things. Check it out at the website, limestonefest.com, limestonefest.com, our big official sponsor, <laughs> the Limestone Comedy Festival. Okay, I feel there's been a lot of pulling back the curtain on, on this episode. <laughs> uh, the wizard has been revealed. Uh, but let's jump back into this episode with Zach's Picks for Something Borrowed and Something Blue.
1: Okay, I want to talk about my favorite cover songs. Uh, There's a lot of runners-up, you know? There's a lot of stuff that... uh, You know, when you you pick songs, you want people to sort of uh, understand what kind of music you're into. You you want to sort of set the context. You want to uh, also be like, listen, I get music, so listen to this obscure thing. And, you know, it's... You want to do all those things with your picks, and uh, there's one that's just undeniable for me where, uh, you know, they took a song from uh, adjacent genre and just, I felt, made the better version. Now, I'm not going to reveal that yet. I know everyone's waiting on the uh, edge of their seats, and they're like, Who is this guy they've never heard of? What song is he like? And that's what they're they're saying to their loved one right now in the car. But some of my favorite covers include any cover of Clay Pigeons, um, written by Blaze Foley. There's a great Tales from the Tour Bus episode about him, just sort of this local eccentric in Austin, um, singer-songwriter. And then it was covered probably most famously by John Prine, R.I.P., one of the greatest ever, uh, and then also Tim Barry, who is now you know singer songwriter, but would also be known as the lead singer of the great hardcore band Avail. So that's a one runner up. You know, it's a good sad one. You know, smoking cigarettes in the last seat, saying howdy to the people I meet and get along with it all. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. It's a sad one. Listen to it. Uh, okay, another runner up is disintegration by the cure covered by converge now if you're if you're someone that grew up in the hardcore punk metal scene like me converge is on the mount rushmore of where those intersect right jane doe is an all-time album and if if you are a fan then you know how emo they are i hate that i hate the word emo but you know how like their a lot of their stuff is based in sort of that uh emotional rage, and covering the cure and the way they do it is cathar- cathartic it's it's great uh it doesn't sound like a cure song it definitely sounds like a converged song when they when they cover it. It's a little outside of their wheelhouse but man they make it work and if you are a fan of converge or the cure i highly recommend that cover. Now. What are you what is everyone waiting for? Oh, what is what is what is the the big one? The one that beat out converge and John Prine, huh? <laughs> I bet everyone probably is very annoyed with uh the way I'm doing this, but I got to say Lucero's cover of Jawbreaker's Kiss the Bottle is incredible. It's on the Attic Tapes record, which is like their B-side and Rarities. But their live stuff, them doing it live on YouTube, is almost even better. Uh, Kiss the Bottle is, you know, the the chorus is, I kiss the bottle, I should have been kissing you. Which is the most country western shit in the world. And if you're not a fan of Lucero, there's, you know, alt country, punk country, I don't know where you want to put them. Uh, Especially on the B-Sides collection, that attic tapes thing They are really, you know, sort of that grimy punk country before they got horns and stuff uh, later. But I, I love their earlier stuff. That Jawbreaker song is a country western song. It almost feels as though Lucero wrote that song, and then Jawbreaker went back in time and covered it, because it works so perfectly as like a country song. You know, it gets loneliest at night down by the liquor store, uh, beyond the neon lights or underneath the neon lights. That's that's great. It's it's a great song. It's my favorite cover of all time. Um, Jawbreaker is a great band in, in themselves. If you don't like Jawbreaker, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have personal reasons, but man, they're just you know one of the one of the best punk bands ever. Yeah, and Lucero takes their song and makes it better. I it just it feels like that's where it belongs in a country western band. Okay, so the sad song is uh, just really hard to decide, but there's a couple that I can't deny have like deeply affected me. Um, "Blue Umbrella" by John Prine's a big one, but it's I don't I don't think I mean there's a lot of uh, honorable mentions here. "Elephant" by Jason Isbell, holy shit, I cannot not cry when I hear that. You know, I had such a hard time picking, like, one. So I I did two. It's okay, I did two. Um, The first one is, and you wouldn't think of this band, uh, but it's Against Me, Walking is Still Honest, which is on the reinventing Axl Rose, which was, you know, a fulcrum in my life, a life-changing record, right? I lost my mom about three years ago now, and the uh, the chorus to this song will never not remind me of her and what she means to me and uh, what she taught me. And it feels like it was written from her perspective. You know, because my mother was got an inspirational woman right she you know she was she taught social work she believed in social justice her whole life she fought you know in and out of jail for social for civil disobedience Uh, and you know her main message to me throughout my entire life was be like real and true to your own desires and don't Feel as though you have to fulfill any role that is placed upon you by anyone else, right? And that's a strong statement because a lot of people are told the opposite, as in, succeed by working within the framework that is set out there. You know, she always told me money was never important. I mean, she did, she, she did fucking social activism for a life and, you know, and taught. Of course, it's, a, it's about what fulfills you. So the chorus of walking this honest. As is a. Uh, can anyone tell me why God won't speak to me? Why Jesus never called on me to part the fucking seas? Why death is easier than living? You can be almost anything when you're on your fucking knees. Not today. Not my son. Not my family. When, while walking is still honest and you haven't given up on me. Right? Dear mother, this is just survival. Cannot promise your children everything, but you would lie so they can sleep at night. My legacy was making you a man. For justice, I could not change. And for one voice, I could not forget. Fight every fight like you can win. Uh, an iron fisted champion, an iron will fucked up. that reminds me of my mother. I mean, maybe that's weird, but like when I got into punk rock as a teenager, we spoke about the lyrics of so many songs. Not this one because I got to be older. You know, this this came out when I was in my 20s. But we uh you know, we connected on a lot of sentiment. You know, from bands like Propagandhi or The Suicide Machines. You know, stuff you listened to in high school and, and probably still listen to because I still do. And, you know, I think that this song sums up a lot of that relationship for me. And, you know, I was very close with my mother. So it's that song is special. Okay, uh, the next one, that, that one should have just been the answer, but um, I mean, because obviously he's talking about it, I'm like, I'm getting verklempt, yeah, but the next one is a Weaker Than song, and the Weaker Thans, and I remember speaking to my mom about this song, you know, because cause she used to teach at the college I went to, so we'd listen to music and we'd talk about it, you know, and... There's multiple songs by The Weaker Thens that I thought about putting up. "Sun in an empty room, because that really reminds me of like a really hard divorce, or when when that came out, my divorce. You know, really hard divorce, or just a really hard breakup. It doesn't matter if it's a divorce or not, but just like a long-term relationship breakup. You know, everyone's been through that, most most people. If if you haven't, then um, you wish you had, or maybe you wish you hadn't, I don't know. Uh, But the one I'm thinking of is Left and Leaving.
2: My city's still breathing but barely it's true Through buildings gone missing like teeth The sidewalks are watching me think about you Sparkled with broken glass I'm back with scars to show
1: The meaning of this has changed throughout throughout my life Because before... I forget what it meant to me, but now, you know, moving back to Omaha after my mother's death, it's, you know, just think, the lyrics, my city is still breathing, but barely is true through buildings gone missing like teeth. The sidewalks are watching me think about you, sparkled with broken glass. I'm back to scars to show back with the streets. I know that will never take me anywhere, but here, you know, it's it's this idea of, uh, you're back to this familiar place that's changed, but, and so, and so have you but you know that that's where you'll wind up and, it, and it feel, you feel almost trapped by it
2: I wanted it this way
1: Staying in my carpet, this drink in my hand. The strangers who faces I know—we meet here for our dress rehearsal to say I wanted it this way. That's going to any bar in Omaha, you know, any bar, and this—all the people that you see every time, because all they do is go to the bars, and there's nothing more to do. And we meet here for our dress rehearsal to say I wanted it this way. We're lying to ourselves. We're saying yes, yeah, where I want to be, and which is completely not true. But we're sort of captured in this amber of grief. And responsibility, you know.
2: undefined one choose okay. Who's left and who's leaving? <sighs> <sighs> Memory will rest in a
1: Yeah. So You know, so this is sort of a continuation of Walking this Still Honest, you know? It's like I'm back in Omaha. I'm back with scars to show back to the streets I know. They'll never take me anywhere but here. I, I think that is pretty spot on for how I feel about being back
2: Hello yellow highway lines That you're lying on to lead you home
1: This last you're few years have been a lot. <laughs> and if you grew up with music, you know, being such a large part of your life, then you find comfort in it and you're attracted to the things that you really identify with. And walking is still honest and left and leaving are two big ones that will always hit me super hard right in the middle of the chest for as long as I live.
0: We did it everybody. Another episode in the books, and dare I say, in your hearts. And here on out, every week, I promise I'm going to try. Thank you, Zach Peterson. Thank you. I don't know why I said your full name, probably because of the conversation we had that one time about how you feel the need to always say my full name in completion. When you say it, Madalona Martin, it does have a musical ring. I will admit that about my own name. But thank you, Zach Peterson. Your name is also lovely. And you did a fantastic job on this episode of the podcast. I knew that you would. And I'm so, uh, I'm so happy that you did it, man. Uh, again, everyone, I highly recommend you check out Zach's podcast, No Coast Comedy Club. It is very cool. It's a good insight into working comedians' minds and, and their, their trials, their tribulations, their successes. And uh, he's a fantastic host. And you know something else? Zach has never missed a week. Hopefully I didn't just curse him. But that, that's a podcast that's consistent, ladies and gentlemen. So I would subscribe to that one. Also, you can check out all of Zach's comedy stuff at museumofuglyfathers.com. Thank you so much for checking this episode of the podcast out, everybody. Please rate, review, subscribe, and like. Uh, when you do, leave that review and rate. If we could just not mention the fact I missed a week, that would be great. But you know, if you give me a five-star review and you also slip that in in a playful way, I don't—I'm not gonna be mad about it. Do what you gotta do, you know, speak your truth. But if you could do that, it does help the podcast. And the more we grow the podcast, I can get some better equipment. I know the podcast sounds pretty good, but I'm doing this on like literally like a Radio Shack microphone, Um, and so. more numbers and some sponsors and all that kind of stuff would be great but uh this is again this has been very much a pulling the curtain back episode so might as well go all the way in it i'm also wearing uh khakis in case you're wondering uh, a saga t-shirt a t-shirt based on the comic book series saga and i've not uh taken a shower yet there you go We've, we fully the curtain has been torn down it is now in a pile on the floor this has been a weird one, but I don't know. Maybe this is the new direction of the podcast. Hey, if you want to reach out directly and tell me not to take the podcast in this direction, you can do that by emailing me at takethesongspod at gmail.com. That is takethesongspod at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Take These Songs is created and hosted by Madalena Martin. That is me. Our theme song is by Go To Space Die. Go To Space Die is a fantastic instrumental space rock band their latest red air don't care is available on bandcamp.com thank you everyone for checking out this episode of the podcast i swear to you we will be back next week with a brand new episode but until then and if we're not please don't hold it against me but most likely we will be back next week with a brand new episode but until then i hope that every one of you finds music to have and to hold